hoping that you're still there. Because I don't hear you. I've been talking for like five minutes and I'm not hearing you. <laughs> Jessica. Are you there? You're listening to the Between You and Me podcast, brought to you by JesusWire.com with your host, Jessica Morris. Hello, my friends. Welcome to a brand new episode of Between You and Me, the podcast where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. My name is Jessica Morris, and I'm really happy to be back with you for another episode. Today, we are talking to a veteran in Christian music. His name is Sammy Ward, and if you've been a fan of Christian music for some time, you may have heard of him. 20 years ago, he was one of the first few artists signed to Toby Mac's record label, Goatee. Uh, And he released his first album, went super well, and then things went quiet for him. So he's actually back this year, two decades later, with new music. Uh, And it makes for a really interesting conversation. Why do you leave? Why do you come back? What does life look like for someone 20 years after they've released their first album? It's really interesting, so I'm excited for you to meet our new friend, Sammy, today. I know there's been a lot of discussion this week uh, around lots of different topics, including race, um, and we've talked a little bit about it on our social media. So instead of rehashing it here from a perspective of of someone who is white, uh, feel free to head to our social media at Between You Me Pod to see what we've said about that um, and, more importantly, uh, what our black friends and family have said about that. I would suggest you definitely check out Lecrae as well. He's had some really great comments in the past week um, and we love what he does. So all that to say, let's get into the music because I think we all need to pick me up this week. Something to remind us that we all have a seat at the table. My friends, meet Sammy Ward. Take yourself back to the year 2000. Mary Mary's Shackles was all over the radio. Stacey Rico had just released Genuine, yes, her first album. And Toby Mac was still Toby McKeon to most people. It was a turn of the millennium and the stage was set for an up-and-coming pop worship artist named Sammy Ward. His first album, titled My Passion, dropped that year and was the result of years of hustling for the musician from North Georgia, after he not so subtly made his way into the green room for every DC talk show for many years and slid Toby Mac his demos. Well, one of them was eventually picked up and Sammy became one of the first people signed to Toby Mac's record label Goatee. The album marked Sammy as a foundational member of the Christian music community in the noughties and he merged rap, pop and worship, mixing his songwriting talents with covers of worship songs, like Shout to the Lord. And he shared touring bills with people like Third Day, Jars of Clay and Stephen Curtis Chapman. Basically, Sammy Ward was up there with the biggest names of Christian music in the noughties. This dude had everything going for him. He stepped in and out of recording contracts for the next two decades, and for many people, Sammy Ward seemingly disappeared. He still dropped the EP Songs for Ringgold in 2011, And while Christian music moved on to an electro-worship synth-infused soundscape genre, Sammy became a father and worked in worship ministry at a local church. 
Today, Sammy lives in Nashville with his wife and two daughters, and he spread his wings and became an entrepreneur of numerous tech startups, leaving behind his years on the road for a life of hustling at home. Music has never really left Sammy's heart though, and after all this time worship leading, including at his daughter's youth group, he is back to the Christian music industry. And this time, he has 20 years of wisdom and life experience to offer the world in his words. His EP, Hymns Anew, dropped in January this year. It saw Sammy take six beloved hymns from Wonderworking Power to Nothing But The Blood and put his season spin on them. He added a modern pop twist to heartfelt songs that have shaped generations of Christian music. Released to critical acclaim, his follow-up single, The Source Doxology, came out in May. Produced by Nathan Knuckles, who was also worked with people like The Gettys and Chris Tomlin, the liturgical song reminded audiences once again that Sammy Ward's talent never really disappeared. It was just being put to good use in many a church meeting. I spoke to Sammy Ward about his return to Christian music, why he chose to make his mark with hymns rather than an album of original work, and what success looks like when you are a go-getter in music, business, and life. Welcome the newest member of the Between You and Me family. This is Sammy Ward. Let's start with the basics for people who may never have met you before or it's been a little while since I've heard your music. Who yeah. is Sammy Ward? Wow. Well. Start I'm easy. Pretty- <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. I love it. Yes. So, hello. First off, Jessica, thank you so much for having me on your program. It's unbelievable. I mean, between you and me, it's between you and me. So hopefully... <laughs> Anyone else? Just kidding. We want everyone to hear this. <laughs> so we are across the pond. Uh, you sound like you might be in Australia. Australia, yeah, Australia. Yes. yes. Sorry to clear that up. I get, I get the UK or Australia. No, no, I got it. Australia. I got it correct. And I sound like I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, right? Yes. Where are you? I am. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, phew. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're not in Nashville? What happened? <laughs> I mean, what musician do you know does not live here is the question. Well, anyway. It's, it's, yeah. it's saturated. We're quite saturated over here. Uh, it's okay, though. Everybody you run into, it's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Hey, uh, blah, 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 blah. What do you do for that? I'm a songwriter. Of course you are. Very nice to meet you. I love Nashville. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, and, and there's really a lot of really cool people. It took me a long time to figure out there was actually other occupations than songwriter here in Nashville. Because everybody, there, aren't, there, oh, there, there aren't many, but there are some. Oh. I mean, somebody has to like run the bank. There's a few people that have to run a grocery store, and there's a you know a few places that sell cars. Right? Can't have a beer. Just a few. Yeah, uh, and all the rest of songwriters or producers. <laughs> oh, oh man that is so funny i'm so sorry i'm like i'm it's like this it, it just cracks me up every time we, every time we talk about that so there you go <laughs> oh, it's uh, fair. I get it. yeah yeah so listen so thank you again for having me and i gotta tell you i grew up in a very small town in north georgia and me my dad and my papa all graduated from the same high school. How about that? No. Yes. And all at the same time. <laughs> yes, kidding. Really? I, really? Wow. That is a, my best dad joke of the day. So I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. 
but we did all it really did all graduate from the same high school <laughs> just at the time. That's awesome. and uh, i was like how did that happen yeah you're thinking, i had to, you know, i had to maybe i had to thinking maybe just for a second they're like what the so yeah, so I, I um, grew up there, and you know I grew up going to church, and I tell you I love the old hymns because those are the ones that kind of have stuck with me, you know my entire my entire um, walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I've been I mean I've known the Lord since uh, I was about six or seven years old, so I walked with Jesus for a very long time, and. Uh, I grew up listening to, to uh, Christian music and uh, and pop music, and you know uh, you got the the rock and this that and the other. But so I was influenced influenced by a lot of different you know uh, artists, musicians, different styles of music. But I love the '80s. Okay, so I love the '80s music. So that's kind of there's a lot I of that. Love that. <laughs> so there's a lot of that influence in the songs that I've been writing, especially lately. Uh, as with Hymns Anew, which is my new EP uh, that I just released. And I have no idea when I released that. Do you know when I released that? Uh, it was in January. Thank you. Thank you very much. But, but, but oh, time seems that. fluid and irrelevant right now, so I can appreciate not knowing when that came out. I don't, I don't remember. It's like, I know I did it this year. I'm pretty sure. So like, <laughs> recently, Before isolation. Yes, exactly. So that that's what I was, I was like, you know, pre-isolation or... Post isolation, I don't know. So, but I have I have recorded a couple of new ones, um, newer, I should say, a couple of oh, singles. Awesome. So, yeah, um, hopefully you get a chance to dive into those as well. But, but yeah, so that's I, I know I'm just kind of bouncing all over the place here, but that's a tiny bit of my background, um, you know, uh, and and some of my influences there, and uh, I can. I can expound on those or we can just continue. So there you are. I, I enjoyed that. I feel like I'm getting to know you so well already and it's brilliant. It's so good. Well, I want to know, we'll start, we'll start with hymns and expand from there oh, yeah, because I yeah. feel like, I feel like returning to the music scene with hymns is a really intentional choice. Yeah. Um, considering that you have, you've released music before, like over a decade ago. Um, yeah. And you have fans and you've sort of, you've made your mark in a way. So why did you choose to come back with hymns of, of anything? <laughs> you could have come back with like your own original content. What was it about these hymns that really struck you? Yeah. Um, thank you for that. And, um, and that's, yeah, a very, very good question. I uh, came back intentionally, like you said, uh, just, I think there's just been a little bit of, some of it, I, I guess I just don't want it to to be lost. And I want to try to at least, you know, make my effort to bring some of these old school hymns back in a new way that, you know, the, some of the newer generations may not have heard, right? So a lot of the newer generations, you know, we got lots of great worship songs coming out, you know, the new ones, a lot of movements there. They're all wonderful. And I love them and I sing them and I lead them as well. But some of these older ones, to me, just the content and how much meat they have. It's like, you know, they're super meat on the bones. They're super meaty. They're not real fluffy. Uh, and you can kind of dig in there for a while. And uh, so that's, to me, you know, I would sing over my kids at night um, when I'm praying for them before they go to bed. And I find myself, instead of singing like some of the modern worship songs, I'll start singing some of those hymns when I was a kid, right? So I would sing 
these old songs like, Oh, how I love Jesus. And, and they'd be like, what song is that daddy? You know, and I, I would explain to them what it was and I'd sing it and, and they love it. And so the more I did that, it's just funny. I, I was like, you know what? I think it'd be a lot of fun to redo these kind of in my own style, add a little bit to it, you know, uh, kind of make it a little more fresh, a little more relevant and yeah, and kind of go for it. And it's honestly, it's something I've wanted to do for a really, really long time. And so I'm super grateful that I was able to do it um, this past, you know, record a little bit this past fall and, and some this year and finally put it out there. You know, I think uh, as an artist that, you know, I've released a lot of things in the past and I don't know. I just felt like, you know what, I, I want to release something fresh and new and uh, kind of hop back in there a little bit. And, <laughs> and it's been so much fun. It's been very refreshing. You see, Jessica, modernizing these iconic hymns is my effort to carry them on for generations to come. I think I may have mentioned that earlier, but, you know, many of the church today have never heard these, and basically I'm trying to change it. you like this. They're just too good to be forgotten, too strong to not be sung, and too worthy of our respect to not be heard. How about that? Sammy now different to Sammy in 2000 or 2010 when you first released music? Ooh, that's good. I feel like uh, I am different in the way that this is quite interesting, but you have to bear with me. I think I have a little more of a business brain, a little more business minded. Interestingly enough, uh, I've actually, uh, I'm the founder of several tech startups and it is just like a wild god size epiphany how that happened, I'm telling you. Because, you know, I'm Mr. Like singer-songwriter guy, you know, all my life. And uh, didn't have much business bone in my body, but uh, that's changed a little bit over the years. And um, <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of funny. I guess, um, you know, there's a, a point in every uh, musician's career where it wasn't going as well as the last month before that. <laughs> and... So on kind of a decline in, uh, I guess, you know, financially, that'd probably be a good way to put it. I was simply forced into thinking and being creative in other areas in order to attain more income. So, yeah. And then it's like, you downloaded some crazy stuff in my head. I started working hard online. And, uh, yeah, a lot of things happened organically. And <laughs> I don't know. It was like I started uh, learning how to make money online. And, uh, and I had a lot of mentors in my life helping me. And some of those started to take off. And that was great. And then I started understanding that you can actually own your own music and not necessarily have to have publishing contracts, record deals, 
you know, I um, I had, you know, record deals and publishing contracts in the past, and they're great, and they're good and all that. But um, I started to learn what it meant to do your own thing. And so that's why, you know, now I own my own label, and I'm able to own my own recordings and uh, publishing and all that good stuff. And it's pretty crazy uh, to see, you know, now you can release your music and it'd be worldwide and have international distribution uh, without having the big, the major record deals. Uh, it's interesting, I landed on a Pandora's uh, New Christian Music playlist, which we had no idea was going to happen. And that was super cool. And I'm, you know, there like right next to guys like Toby Mac, Matthew West, all those guys. And it was kind of fun. It was like one out of a, out of a few songs that made it. And <laughs> and it was able to do it independently, which was wonderful. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, my first record deal I had was with actually Toby Mac and Bill Gaither a long time ago. That was wonderful. That was a great experience and love those guys. But um, anyway, so that was kind of a cool thing that's happened recently. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny to me. I, I kind of like, I, I literally can't believe people still actually want to hear my music. <laughs> that's the funniest thing. I was like, whoa, I've got all these listeners I didn't know about, you know, just because I haven't thrown anything out there in a long time. So it's been really fun to be able to do um, a couple of newer songs after my hymns, a new record. Um, I think my latest one, uh, oh, The Source. That's right. It's the source doxology, and it's cool because it's the doxology, you know. Praise God from whom all. Yes, and so it's super cool, super fun. Uh, I had a lot of creative freedom on that. And, and see, I, I, it's funny. My kids, um, you know, they listen to a lot of Christian music and pop music, and I kind of blend in them together. And, and I have a lot of that pop influence because I'm, <laughs> the kids have been listening to all that lately. And I was like, well. Oh yeah, your old man's gonna do a pop song. Watch this. kids think of dad being a rock star again <laughs> well it's really funny because they uh yeah they're like what your songs are on itunes and pandora they're like oh there you are yeah hey my friend it's funny they'll be playing like a, a game online and like uh uh i can hear like their dad in the background is like hey i love your dad's music they're <laughs> like, oh <laughs> thanks it's really funny because they uh they're not used to hearing that a lot, I guess, because I don't do a lot of live 
concerts, shows, whatever. Um, but <laughs> they they think it's kind of funny. They, they like see me on there and they're like, "Whoa, Dad! Look at me, listeners you have." <laughs> so I think they did. Honestly, I think they uh, the, to answer you quite bluntly, they don't care. And there you go. <laughs> they don't care. And, and I think it's kind of good because. You know, I don't really care either. I mean, I, I care as in I love uh, when people encourage me and, and, you know, send notes and, you know, uh, or messages or whatever on the social platforms. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of listeners and followers. Well, not a lot. But anyway, I'm saying that I'm very grateful for those. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even want to say fans. What do you call them? Listeners. <laughs> my friends. I'm very grateful for them. But, uh, you know, my joy doesn't come from how many spins I get or how many streams I get, you know, my, my joy comes from just knowing the Lord and knowing that I have an opportunity to share the gospel and that people actually listen and that people would come to know Jesus through my music and be encouraged. That's what gives me hope and strength. And that's what gives me joy. And that's what drives me to keep recording more songs. Because if, you know, if one, I've always said, if just one person can be encouraged and, and listen to my music and, uh, and, and, and I point, and I can point them to the Lord, then it's worth the whole thing. You know, it's worth all the time writing, singing, recording, playing. Um, and you know what? If that one person, Jessica, is my mom, which it is, she is my biggest fan, then it's worth the whole thing. So mom, thank you. Thank you for listening to my music. Thank you for uh, encouraging me on recordings. And oh, look, there's two other people that listen to my music. Wow. And then you go, oh, there's five people. Whoa, 100. A thousand. My dog's not going nuts right now. I'm <laughs> so I know that you were signed to Goatee uh, about 20 years ago and you've released some music along the way, but can you tell us how you actually got started in music? How did the journey begin? You know, it's funny. I played sports my whole life, you know, did that whole thing. And I didn't really start singing and recording until I got in college. And, um, I graduated from college in in, uh, in Georgia, and so I did a couple of independent albums with a buddy of mine. I didn't know how to play guitar. I was just learning about songwriting. I just started singing because I used to rap. That's correct. I used to rap because Toby Mac and all those guys really influenced me big time. DC Talk <laughs> way back in the day, and it's funny because I actually have a rap uh, song that did pretty well in Japan. So I guess I can say now that I'm big in Japan as a rapper. How about that? Well, I'm not actually big in Japan. So only a few people's heard it. But you know what? Hey, if you get a check in the mail and it's more than a buck, then you can go buy a hamburger at McDonald's and uh, do those couple of independent records. And then uh, I started like leading worship at these conferences because there was a band back in the day called New Song. And you've probably heard of them. They did the Christmas Shoes song and all that. So I started touring with them. and kind of got my start touring with them. I opened for a lot of guys like, you know, Newsboys, uh, my biggest, uh, or I, my favorite thing to talk about is uh, playing at a Luis Palau Festival, opening for DC Talk. Actually, it was right before Mexico St. James back in the day. And it was from the 60,000 people. And all you could see is like this sea of people. And it was so fun. And that was kind of my, uh, one of my fondest memories, I guess. And I think, I'm, wow, I totally skipped a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, so I started seeing these conferences. And, you know, more and more people started buying the records and it started kind of garnering some attention from some of the labels. And then we started getting some offers and I uh, felt really led and, and blessed and grateful to go with Goatee and Forty Records. And 
uh, did a record there, and uh, that was certainly my first album that went uh, around the world, and that was before the whole streaming thing kicked in. And so now I'm kind of getting used to the whole digital deal, but it's kind of great. Again, you you know now you can have international distribution, uh, you know, uploading your content online, um, which is amazing. What a fellowship! What a joy divine! What a blessing is! What a peace of mind! wedding videos, podcasts, ads, content, maybe even one of those slideshows while you're trying to move your church into the 21st century. Well, Soundstripe is the answer to all your problems. The ultimate music stock site made for video producers, they offer a great variety of high quality royalty free songs and have an unlimited licensing model. This is literally one of a kind in the industry. And that is because it was created by musicians. With a monthly or yearly fee, you have unlimited access to world-class music. We are talking composers like Aaron Sprinkle and Matt Winton. Every time you license a song through Soundstripe, the royalty goes straight back to the musician. With curated playlist, new music every week, and more than 30,000 special effects. This is the ultimate source of music for creatives. Trust me, I've been using this since day one with Between You and Me, and I can tell you that any background music you are hearing comes directly from Soundstripe. They are absolutely incredible. When you sign up for Soundstripe today, you can get 10% off using the code UMEPOD. That is soundstripe.com with the code UMEPOD. And now, back to the show. So how did Toby Mac actually hear your demo and hear your music? You know what? I used to sneak backstage to DC Talk concerts when they first came on the scene. I was like in middle school or elementary school. <laughs> they would come, no. you know, to Georgia, to Atlanta, and I would sneak backstage. Uh, yeah, there was not much security. I'd drive early. I don't know. I think my sister brought me or something. Ended up hanging out with them. It was on their first album, and uh, nobody knew who they were. I loved it. So every time they come to town, I'd find a way to get back there. They'd be like, oh, Sammy, come on back. What's up, buddy? I'd <laughs> backstage with them in the green room. Hilarious. And so Amazing. I kind of kept in touch with them over the years. And, I start, and when I did my first couple of independent records, I remember I, I handed one to Toby. And he just looked at it and he goes, yeah, you're not ready. I was like, <laughs> you know, total let down. Uh, and then 
I did a couple more records, and then finally, I remember he got a hold of one, and he uh, he called me and my manager and was like, "Dude, it's time to talk, boys." I was like, "Oh yeah," and so that was. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is actually amazing. <laughs> I love that you could do that before security was a thing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, that leads me to my next question. So your your contract with Goatee was your first recording contract, but you have navigated quite a few deals over the years. You've ridden the highs and lows of the industry and of your career. How do you define success now? Well, you know what? Like I said, I, I just I, I define it as, you know, truly um, following hard after Jesus, trying to be more like him and being super legit in your relationships around you, you know, your family, your friends, working hard. Um, and yeah, so, and being open, you know, when the Lord leads you in different directions, because I'm telling you, we all have different gifts and talents that he gives us. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes we try to pigeonhole ourselves in this one area and we don't even realize that God has these other opportunities. You know, I would have never been able to explore the opportunities in business that I have if I had just said, oh, I'm just a singer songwriter. I can't go work here. I can't start this business there. I can't do this idea. I can't follow through with that. I don't know how to do that. Well, you learn. And when God opens the door, maybe you should pray and ask see if you should go through it, right? And and then you find out all of a sudden you, you actually could do more things than what you thought you could do, you know? So I think that's part of the kingdom is, is to be able to uh, build his kingdom and not your own, you know? And so that's why, you know, I'm careful. Well, yeah, you know, having a music career is great, but it's kind of like, oh, well, if it doesn't go great, then all good. There'll be other things. But if it goes great, then that's good. But you can't let it get to your head, you know? Um, I think you need to be accountable to people. I think you need to stay humble. Um, and these are all things that God has been teaching me big time. And uh, and so I think now there's less stress in my life. Uh, I don't have to perform, you know, to have a number one hit song uh, in order to keep a record deal or whatever. Um, again, I'm able to do it on my own. And uh, it's been an awesome learning experience. And, and it's funny, like I'm having the most fun I ever had do, doing music and I'm seeing some of the the biggest successes in my music career and, and even now which is pretty amazing um and fun and uh it's like wow and then when that happens it's like okay that's great super cool let's move on you know instead of like saying it staying in that place you know we want to continue to grow right instead of staying stagnant and just kind of sitting on all your accomplishments and you know whatever uh you know you you attained right that's uh kind of that golden cup in this life. It's like, you know what, man, let's just all lay it at the feet of Jesus. It's all his anyway. He gets the glory. And let's just move on. And let's keep walking with him. Let's keep serving people. Let's keep learning how to celebrate other people's successes, right? Um, that's kind of, that's a, a surefire sign of growth mm -hmm. is that you can celebrate other people instead of being so, you know, um, selfish, <laughs> you know? from learning that your identity was fully in God and not in your music or your music career? Oh, yeah, that was quite the learning curve. Um, certainly highs and lows. Um, there was uh, certainly financial stress there that I never had before. 
and you really learn it's like hey you're either gonna trust that God is your provider or is money and work and fame and whatever is that your provider learn really quickly that God's my provider I trusted him I looked to him and he showed me the way he showed me the path trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path the Lord directed my path and where I needed to go. And it was very clear. I had lots of friends and family around me supporting me and helping me in that decision because your mind could get pretty clouded um, when those kind of stresses hit you. So <laughs> um, I think it's super important, again, to remain faithful in your tithing, faithful in your giving, faithful in your local church, faithful in serving there, serving your family. And yeah. It brings about blessings and real good things, and these are. And then you can all, uh, you know, go to the Word and the Psalm and Ecclesiastes, and it's all backed up right there. So it's not just good old Sammy Ward talking about it, you know. cool things about your return to Christian music is that you actually released your your EP, your album on your own label. Really, I think it's been um, only a, like a year or two now and I've been kind of like, oh, um, you know, down the road, I definitely want to open up to, uh, you know, sign some writers, some, some more, um, you know, artists and all that. Uh, I guess you could call me the guinea pig on the label. <laughs> uh, it's called Vibra Slap which is the instrument when you hit it, it goes, <laughs> hope you enjoy that sound effect. Vibra slap. So it's vibra slap records. And um, anyway, super infancy. I mean, it's very, very small. Obviously, I'm the only artist on it. <laughs> and uh, But it's been so fun kind of learning that side of it, right? Kind of being the owner of the, the publishing and the writing and the label and distribution and the, you know, uh, Super cool, kind of have a little bit of that business head, but I, again, I, I have a great team around me that's helping me do some of that stuff, and hopefully that will grow in the future, slowly but surely. So even though you're back with Christian music, we see you like cross genres, and, and you have poppy hooks and synth. I mean, back in the day, you did rap, sort of like, why do you choose to cross so many genres and essentially parts of the market in the industry? You know, I really... Um, I hope my music can cross over all kinds of genres, you know, pop, you know, Christian. Actually, some people think I have a country voice, which I laugh at, but I guess being from Nashville, I got to be used to that, and that's fine too. But um, yeah, uh, that's the thing with Robert Slap Records. It's not, it's just a, you know, it's just a normal record label, so I can have all kinds of different uh, uh, 
uh, genres on it, and Christian being one of them. So, <clears throat> yeah. So there'll probably be some rap and pop on there. Who knows? Maybe country in the future. What was your biggest fear releasing music publicly again after so long away? Wonderful question, because there's definitely some of that there. It was like, ah, oh, and that's exactly it. I couldn't believe it that I, I'm, I couldn't believe I actually took the step of faith and actually did it. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of writing all these songs and nobody hearing them and, and just let them sit there. I'm going to try to finish one or two. <laughs> and I'm going to try to, you know, I've been writing stuff for years. It's like, why haven't I recorded this? You know, because I think it's that insecurity, you know, the artists can have deep within. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody will like it. And I was like, you know what? I need to get over that and just record it, put it out there. If nobody likes it, fine, fine, fine. Uh, but if they do like it, man, the Lord can use it, right? And that could just be another avenue that I could share my faith in, you know, share my faith in, in music. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And fortunately, there have been people that heard it and like it and pursuing the Lord more. That's my, that's my goal, right? And um, I've heard people, you know, reply back and tell me stuff like that. So that's pretty amazing. Um, so I'm, uh, again, I'm just blown away and, and, and I can't believe I actually, uh, I'm so grateful that God gave me the ability and the strength to kind of go for it. Right. And record again. So yes, that was kind of hard and it was, it was definitely, um, so hopefully maybe I can be encouragement to somebody out there that hasn't taken the, the step to record and to put your money where your mouth is, right? Like save a little money back. You know, put it in the studio, go record it, release it, get it out there. You never know what might happen. I mean, again, uh, you just never know. So that was kind of cool. questions for you so we'll see how they go number one what is your favorite track of the hymns ep I, you know what i think it is immediately i just even though i kind of forgot the other songs or what was <laughs> i didn't oh man i need to look it up hold on let me go to itunes <laughs> put in the oh wait that's weird to search search your own music thingy on there right that's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm searching for Sammy Ward and Apple Music. There he is. What's up, dude? Man, you could have done a little better picture than that, didn't you? Okay. That's all right. Uh, let's see. Him's a new EP. There it is. Okay. One working power. That was fun. Make me whole again. Like that one. Uh, perfect plea. Blessedness. Him's a new. What did you say? Okay. So, I like them. Perfect plea is my favorite one. 
Whoa, that's got a star by it. Does that mean more people listen to that one? Or does that mean I listen to it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, perfect plea. Love that one. Um, right, and finally, if you could go back in time, say to the day that you handed your first demo to Toby Mac in the green room, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? Um, i tell you what. I would tell that dude, bro, I know you think that, you know, having the record deals and all that is so super important, but it's not as important as you probably think it is. So enjoy the time you have and don't strive so much for that notoriety or just having the deal. Um, because when you get that deal, yes, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great, but it doesn't fulfill everything. Only the Lord can do that. So, you know, lean a little more towards that end of the deal, you know, uh, and have a little more smarter business mind because you, you might want to own a little bit more of your publishing. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, but yeah, and, and I'd have been like, dude, let's go hang out, you know? Let's uh, play some video games. So that'd be kind of fun to play video games with my younger self because I would teach him who's boss because I'm better now than I was then. And so I'd be like, mm-hmm. You don't even know it. When you get old like me, you're going to be more cool than you are now. And then I'm sure my younger self will probably laugh and say, okay, old man, I have more hair than you. Well, I'll be like, you know what? You do. Good point. Good point. But listen to the old man. And yeah, I probably won't say anything else. I'd, I'd probably stop at that and be, hmm. I'd be like, just, just listen to me, man. You're going to be all right. Follow Jesus. Don't worry about the deals. And then my younger self will probably laugh at me again. And I'd, do a fist bump and then like my younger self be like what's a fist bump because I don't think we fist bump much back in the day and I'd be like it goes like this you know and, and he'd be like oh that's cool and then I would be the one that started the fist bump because I could go back and talk to my former self kind of like back to the future um it could be cataclysmic you know if you see your younger self kind of like in the movie so
with Sammy, he was hilarious. So we had so many technical difficulties with our interview. And the amazing thing about Sammy was that he wasn't even flustered. He just kept going. He answered questions. He made conversation. He was absolutely hilarious. It was such a legend of a human. So thank you, Sammy. Thank you for your time, for your adaptability, and for making this interview possible. It was my absolute pleasure. And we're so excited that you are back in CCM town, whatever that is. We love it. Uh, Guys, you can get in contact with Sammy and tell him how excited you are that he is back in Christian music. You will find him on all your social media platforms. On Instagram and on Twitter, he is Sammy Ward, just S-A-M-M-Y-W-A-R-D, pretty standard. And on Facebook, you will find him at Sammy B. Ward. You can pick up his latest single, The Source Doxology, everywhere now on Apple, on Deezer, all those places and if you really loved all the tracks you heard today you can actually pick up his EP Hymns Are New right now. Hey and if you're in for a real kick of old CCM go back and stream or buy his old tracks too. I mean who doesn't love Shout to the Lord? Granted I had to sing that amazing song every single week because it was in my school diary and I went to a Christian school and it was brutal. I mean like if there's one thing it can take passion out of shout to the lord it's a bunch of kids in blazers droning words so they don't necessarily understand but aside from that a great song and you should totally go and listen to old sammy ward music as well as this new stuff please make sure that you tell sammy how much you loved hearing his story it was an absolute pleasure uh guys thank you thank you for that episode for joining me for it i love that I love the moments where we can go full circle and sort of go, this is what evangelical culture is now, this is what it was then, and this is the human stories in the middle of it. It just reminds me that there is there is so much goodness here. There is so much goodness in people and there's so much creativity and um, people have gone on such remarkable journeys and to choose to come back in the Christian market and release music again. I feel like it's a really brave step and I'm really glad that Sammy's doing it. I think we can really use that. So thank you, Sammy. Guys, if you liked what you heard today, I say it every week, but would you please do me a favor and go and rate us on Apple Podcasts uh, or wherever you listen to podcasts, really. We would also love a review. It just means that people can find us and hear the stories of these extraordinary people. That's all we want. You can also connect with us online at Between You Me Pod. You'll find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can find us on our internet site at betweenyouandmepod.com for merch, past episodes, show notes, extra info, anything you want. You can also uh, send us a message there and say, hey, you should feature this artist. We would love this topic. All those fun things. We would love to connect with you. That is all we have for this week, but I really hope that you enjoyed this fresh new throwback if that's a possible thing it was a lot of fun and I'm grateful for you guys my name is Jess Morris and I will see you very soon here's to hope
Once again, this is Sammy Ward coming from Nashville, Tennessee. Just between you and me, I am on Between You and Me with Jessica, and we're going to come at you like this. In your face, boom, bam, the year 2020, 